0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Klassen, and today we're chatting all about the Ayurvedic approach to the Pitta Kiddos. So if you haven't listened to the first episode about the Vata Kiddos, which was the episode right before this, so episode 237, um, check that episode out, and that will tell you a little bit more background on the doshas, and that will tell you why it's important to know about all three. So that's kind of the starter episode to get um, a little insight into the Vata, Pitta, and Kapha, which we're going through the month of December, all of those in terms of kids and adults. So if you don't have kids and you're like, should I listen to these episodes? Definitely. Cause these, these apply to you as well. And you might be like, Oh yeah, like I need some more creative play in my life, or I need some more self-care. So dive into them, no matter if you're a kiddo, an adult, if you have kids or not, um, these will be helpful and useful tips for everyone. Just a good refresher on the doshas. So actually before I even get started, um, diving into Pitta, I want to chat a little bit about my background. Cause I haven't shared about, um, my background, I guess in a little bit, but I am actually a certified personal trainer. So I've been a personal trainer for 12 years now. I also am a certified group fitness instructor and a 230 hour registered yoga teacher. And for the last five years, I think. And then I've also been an Ayurvedic uh, wellness counselor now for the last three years. I have like 900 hours of Ayurveda studies under my belt. And I've studied with amazing teachers and I won't list them all because in Shakti school, the latest one that I've had um, with Katie Silcox, she brings on different instructors and teachers. So we've had quite a few um, the last couple years in my studies with her. And I've had a couple of my uh, peers on talking about Ayurveda um, with Molia Wright and, uh, Lindsay Page were the ones most recently that hopped on and chatted with me. So, um, if Ayurveda is something you're interested in, definitely check out her school. I am not affiliated or, well, I guess I am affiliated cause I go to it, but I don't get any like kickback. I just want to say, I really appreciated the way she um, approaches Ayurveda from more of a feminine perspective. And so it's not as, um, rigorous and rule following. So with that in mind, as I'm sharing about all of these doshas, I don't want you to think this as such a rule following. I have to do all of the things to stay in balance. So these are just ideas. And usually what I tell people is whatever's sticking out the most to you, that's the thing that you need the most right now. And I tell that with clients as well. I mean, really, since studying Ayurveda, it's transformed the way I train clients. I just had a client um, a week ago say, man, if someone asked me, what did you do with your trainer this morning? I'm going to say she read me a poem, which I did. We did yoga and I read her a poem instead of doing a training session because that's what she needed. And so that's, and I told her, I was like, well, that's, I guess, an advantage of me. I'm not just a trainer. I have three different hats that I wear and I combined them when needed. And with her, I needed her to do yoga and hear this poem. And it really, it really helped her. And that's exactly what she needed. And so that's one of the ways to look at Ayurveda. When people ask what it is, how it can help them, it's just, it's such a vast system and it's such an intuitive knowledge that if you really start to dive deep with it, it's connected to nature. You know, again, that Vata Dosha that we talked about last week, it's the wind, it's the air, the ether elements. Today it's Pitta, which is about the fire energy and the water energy. And when we think water, we think the, um, the rapids or the falls um, with the Pitta energy a more stagnant, um, calm water with the cough energy. But that's kind of when we look at these elements, we're nature. We're so connected to nature. And that's why I love going outside and connecting and hanging out in the forest and the trees because I notice what's going on there is going on within my body. So I just challenge you to uh, step outside um, the realm of it needs to be, everything has to be perfect or um, I'm failing. Like that is, that's the way I used to think I used to be. I had a podcast episode of all about this. And this is, goes perfectly with this Pitta energy because a lot of time this is the Pitta energy. I completely have this energy where I can get wrapped up into something so hard. And, um, I just can't see outside of what it is. So meaning I just beat myself up. I'm perfectionist. I can be, um, like in high school, like I, I had shared this on a I, long time ago. I shared this on a podcast, but I was a cutter in high school and in college for like six years. And then I went from that into, um, you know, making myself throw up and I mean that happened. I don't know. That was probably six years as well. And so it's just like, I can have that addictive personality that sometimes can come with the Pitta energy. You, It's the all or nothing. It's, I have to be perfect. I have to present myself in a manner that the world needs to see me. Um, in a way that maybe isn't actually true. And so it really starts to tear you apart. So that's, I say that because I think it's important to know that this can be kind of the underside of that Pitta Dosha on a very deep level. And, um, you know, I'm sure not just Pitta, I'm sure if you're looking at astrology signs, I'm also a Virgo, so you have the perfectionist there. I mean, there's tons of layers here that you could really peel back but if you know this is your innate nature you know you have to have the balance and know where your sharp edges might be and that's why i think it's so important to know this because i think this would have helped my parents even or for anyone to catch me when i started cutting in high school and maybe you know getting some help around that early and of course i would never have told my parents about that um you know cuz you're trying to hide stuff like that but this is something you can look for in your children if you know okay like something's just amiss, something is, um, uh, they're taking themselves too hard, or maybe you're pushing it on them. And this is a child who does not need to be pushed because they're already pushing themselves so hard. So just kind of looking at the parenting realm, how can you ease up? And again, mine was not at all for my parents, because my parents um, quickly realized me and my three younger brothers, like my young, my middle two brothers, they easy time in school, didn't have to try. Whereas me and my younger brother, we had to try, we had to study or we weren't going to pass the test. And so they had to take a different approach to us. You know, they got me a math tutor when I was in high school because I was not going to get a C or a passing grade to play sports. And so this is something that, um, I really respect my parents, but I took myself hard because I'm like, Oh gosh, I need a tutor like I am failing like I'm not good at this. You know, meanwhile I was getting like A pluses in a speech class or I was great at science. Like I took advanced science classes which still to this day are more my strong suit than math. I am not great with math. So I want you to think about when I'm talking about these how can you help your child and guide your child in a way that um you know is perfect for them. You know, and not just across the board. And that's totally parenting advice that you don't need to take or take it's just, I thought I'd throw that out there. That was not planned, did not plan to talk about that or even share that, but that's just what came through. So on that note, let's dive into the pitta. So the pitta traits, um, pitta aligned with fire. Like I said, a little bit ago and water the season of the year, it's going to be the strongest in is summer because obviously it's a lot more, um, warm wherever you're at. Time of day that it's the strongest is from 10 to 2 a.m. and between 10 and 2 p.m. So this is when your digestion is the strongest as well because pitta is said to have the strongest digestion of all of the doshas. Tend to put on muscle easily. So this is a medium body frame. And usually they don't do great in hot weather. So if they're out of balance, pittas really have a tough time with the heat because they get too hot. So when out of balance, um, they tend to run warm. So they get hot, like you might get flushed in the cheeks. And I always said I could tell my pittas if they drink my pitta alcohol. Um, my my pittas get fiery in the cheeks. The cheeks instantly get red and warm. Um, they can be quick tempered, overly focused, and then that can lead to burnout, or they can lead to overly focused where you come comes out sideways, like myself in high school, where you started cutting because I was overly fixated on one aspect, my body not being perfect. Um, heating conditions. So this can be one where out of balance, you get the red skin, you get maybe some blotchy spots or loose stools. Those are associated with Pitta. They can be critical or demanding perfectionist and impatient. So a lot of those like short tempered things that you think about is that Pitta. Now, um, when in balance, pittas are, they have great skin. So pittas tend to have really good skin. They are organized. They're, they're their leaders. Like these are your people running the show. These are your CEOs. Um, they are your strong, um, you know, they know what they want and they will go and they will get it. They're focused. They get things done. Like if you say, Hey, I need you to do X, Y, Z, they're out there and they will do X, Y, Z, and then circle back and start again at a. Like they get things done for you on a timely fashion. Um, And you sometimes are like, how in the world do they do it all? That is the pittas. So how can you help then a pitta child stay focused? Going for walks. So having the pitta child get out in nature. Like this is one that I think helps myself as well as my son. You know, he sleeps better when we get outside and we go for walks because both of us, our innate nature is a pitta. And so, we need to get outside in the trees no matter what time of the year it is, especially in winter. Winter actually is not too bad for pitta because they don't mind a little bit of coolness because they tend to run warm. Now, again, if you're out of balance, if you're a pitta but you tend to run cool, you might have some imbalances that going there. For me, I, my hands and my feet have always run cold and I have poor circulation there, which is a vata thing. So, um, that's a whole nother topic for another day, but that's something to look at too. So, if you're like, oh, like for the most part, I run. I run regular or regular for you, but I do have some colder um, feet and hands. That could be something else. And that does not mean, when I talk about these, this does not mean that you have all of them. So when I talk about the main characteristics, like your child or you might have um, three of the six, we'll say. So you might have half of them. Actually, you'd have a little bit more than half to be made up of pitta, but you're going to have a little bit more um, pitta qualities than vata or kapha. That's kind of how we look at it. Cause again, we have all three doshas in us, um, body weight exercises. So this could be for like the older kids. If they're a little bit out of balance and they're in high school and they're lifting weights, you know, maybe sticking to the body weight versus heavy weightlifting Cause that can throw off the pitta if they're a little bit out of balance. Restorative yoga is amazing for the pitta because that helps them calm. They're going to hate it and they're going to fight you on it. But to sit in a restorative pose and just, I mean, like four to five poses for an hour, 15 minute class. That's exactly what they need, just to relax and chill out. Because again, they tend to get burned out. So the relaxing is what helps with, um, you know, the kiddos. Now the kiddos, the young, young kids, restorative yoga is not going to be a go. So I'm talking, you know, probably 12 and under, not going to be a great thing for them to do. They're just going to do yoga and that's what their thing is. And maybe when they're 13, you know, it depends on the child, I think too, how mature they are, but 13 and above, they can start to do some restorative yoga or some, you know, even some yin yoga, some just slowing down of the yoga so they can get more in tune with themselves and they can deal with sometimes those tough and strong emotions that come up with that pitta energy. So with that fiery and with that intensity, they can kind of help themselves stay in check. Now, self-care is huge with pittas. This is across the board. So how can they take care of themselves? Now, when you're dealing with young young kids, a lot of the times they're not going to know what self-care is, but you can kind of help them. Um like sign them up for something they love. For me, I was going to sign my son up for gymnastics and to take him out of it in a couple, um, after a couple of months, but he loves it so much. Like for him, that's kind of his self care. That's his, uh, you know, 45 minutes once a week that he loves to do. And he loves to, um, you know, get out there with some, some of his friends now and, you know, get on the rings and jump on the trampolines, all of that stuff. And so that for him is his self care. So you can kind of look at it like that. What is your child doing for self care? And maybe it is, you have a quiet time. So if they don't nap, maybe they take a book and they read quietly by themselves, you know, and just look at pictures and maybe tell a story because sometimes creativity can be, um, or they might not think they're creative. Pittas might not think that they're creative. So having a little creative energy in there to, I, like I try to have my son, I'm like, can you tell me this story? Because he can't read yet. And I, you know, I'm like, hey, what, what does it say? Or what do you think that they're doing? And that's a way for them to get some, Creativity in their life and they won't be told, hey, you're not creative, you know, because a lot of times in school we tend to like you're an athlete, you're not an athlete. You're an artist, you're not an artist. You know, you're creative, you're not. Like we get labeled things. So the more you can introduce these labels at a young age, I won't say labels, but ideas, that they won't say, No, I actually I'm I am creative. Like I I do creative things at home, you know, all the time, or you they have that place where they can express themselves, is what I'm saying. Um, next up teaching your child some calming techniques. So this can be, again, pittas can be prone to the anger outburst. So, um, one of the ways that I like to do it is the side out breath with my son. So taking a deep breath in and just going, ah, and having a way, um, to just calm themselves down. There's a mudra. So that's a hand, like a hand gesture that they can do. So you can put your thumb And this is actually really good. Um, I taught it to one of my clients to teach to her son, who's seven. And so I would say, I don't know if my son, he might do it, but he's not going to sit and hold this hand mudra. He's a little too young yet, but probably first, second grade, they might be able to do this. But you're going to take your thumb and your middle finger and your ring finger. You're going to put them together. And then you're going to hook your pointer finger down into the crevice um, of your thumb. And then your pinky finger is kind of just up in the air. And you have them hold it there and they can hold for, you know, maybe one minute to start, but maybe three minutes is kind of a good goal, three to five minutes. And it maybe at school, if they're feeling really fiery, if they're feeling anxiety, if they're just feeling off, have them do that gesture just to bring more awareness back into their body and calm themselves down. So that would be a really good one to try. Um, another thing they can do is taking deep breaths. And this can be a form of meditation. So I have a friend, um, Shannon Shatler, actually was on the podcast. She always has, um, on her Instagram stories, she shares herself taking five deep breaths. This is a perfect reminder for us all to just slow down, take those five deep breaths or three deep breaths, whatever it is and connect back into yourself. And that's really good for that Pitta go, go, go energy. And then the last one is getting outside to burn off that ample, competitive, fiery, athletic energy. So making sure you have your time for your kid to go outside. And again, that nature can be really calming for the pitta, not during high noon during the summer because it's gonna be a little bit too intense and too hot, but um, getting a pitta child outside and that will, you know, have, like we have a trampoline in the backyard, so my son will jump on that. You know, we'll go to the parks, we'll go on walks. Um, He has his little Strider bike. All of those ways are ways for him just to get out and just burn off some of that energy. And then once they're old enough, um, a pitta's tend to really enjoy sports. So, pitta's, and again, this is not all pitta's. So, if you're a pitta and you're like, I hate sports, you're not like abnormal or normal. There is no normal. Everyone is just, this is just some of the characteristics that tend to happen. Like LeBron James most likely is a pitta. Um, you know, a lot of those high, high level athletes, they're most likely pittas because they have that drive. They have that go, they have that push. And so that's where if you have a really strong pitta child, they probably will really enjoy sports. um, And team sports can help uh, balance that edge. You know, whereas the individual sports such as tennis and golf, sometimes that can come out sideways again, if they beat themselves up too much, but where they have the team sports, they have each other to kind of, um, you know, cheer each other on and, you know, help push each other in a way that can help I would say mold that Pitta fiery energy. So that is what I have for you all this week about the Pitta and the Pitta dosha and helping the Pitta child succeed. Um, We have one more dosha to go through and that will be next week. And we're gonna chat all about the Kapha child and how to help um, the Kapha child thrive as well as if you are an a Kapha, an adult, you can also kind of learn a few things or two um, to help you thrive as well. So thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.